Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. And I am Adam. Uh, and we are here this evening for uh, our first J-horror movie, which we've introduced Chris to. Um, again, I know we say this a lot, but I'm very surprised it's taken us this long to uh, to get to this movie, actually. Um, and I've forgotten what an absolute blinder it is. It uh, shows just how many genres there must be. Yeah. Well, this was a genre that really exploded out of nowhere as well back in the day. I remember it because it was this, The Grudge, The Eye... And they all came out in such quick succession. Um, mm. Yeah, and sort of took, took the horror world by storm, really, uh, rightfully so. Um, but before we get into that, Adam, have you been watching anything horror-related since last week? I know it's only been a week and we're doing these more frequently now. Uh, well, uh, I, have, I, I have watched... Uh, well, I've watched pre-horror films... Since, uh, since I watched The Ring. Uh, those horror films are, uh, the spi- are Spiral, which is the sequel to Ring. Yeah. Uh, Ring 2, which is also the sequel to Ring. <laughs> and Ring Zero, which is the prequel to Ring. I went through the box set. So we'll come back to them. We'll come back to them once we've started discussing Ring, I think. Is that, um, is that the only prequel that has a zero? I think so. I mean, it's quite an unusual sort of, it's just an unusual sort of thing that they did, hmm. but it was it because a ring is a zero. It could well be. I mean, that's the thing. Is there's a lot of interpretations for what ring could be. Other uh, than that, we watched. So, so that's. Uh, the, I, wait, I just was going to say that I had always thought that ring was something to do with a ring, as opposed to a phone ringing. It's to do with. They augment it because of a cycle. Mm. So, in essence, it's meant to be that it's the because of the thing propagating itself again and again and again. So it goes, uh, uh, it's like a repetitive circle coming back. Okay, well, we'll have to get back to this then, because that that <laughs> may that may explain things. Or I'm, at the moment, I'm fifty fifty as to whether I like that or not. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the only other film uh, we watched is uh, with uh, Claire's dad rather generously uh, paid us for uh, paid a year's worth of uh, Disney Channel. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, mostly, mostly so Ted can uh, enjoy that, but also so at some point I can enjoy The Mandalorian. Um, and um, uh, or what about Rise of the Skywalker? When it when it comes on there, I will watch it, but it's not on there yet. Is I it, is it May the Fourth that it's coming out? Could well be actually. I'm You'd think sure. it should be, but I haven't checked. You'd like to suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only other thi- so the only other film I've watched is we watched uh, Fantasia, uh, which mm. I've never seen. As far as I was concerned, it was just Mickey Mouse as a magician's assistant having a party with yeah. That's all I've ever thought it was. So the whole watching the whole thing and seeing it all was really impressive. The thing mm. that was best about it, though, is that um, the end sequence where they do Night on Bald Mountain and it's all like the witch's sabbat and the uh, wild ride and stuff like that. Uh, because they said, oh, you know, for, for this bit, because all, all the way through it is introduced by the conductor of the orchestra, uh, supposedly. Uh, and uh, him saying, oh, you know, we've decided to put scenes of pastoral Greece and mythology along with this piece of music. Um, and, yeah, that one they said, oh, we decided to think of the Witch's Sabbath. Uh, so imagine it's Walpurgis now. And it was like, funnily enough, it is. It was We did watch it on Thursday, which was Walpurgis now. And we got rather, we all got rather uh, happy about that. Um so yeah, and then I put a clip of it on Instagram and got told off. Okay, so I got told off because it's copyrighted material, you see. So oh dear. Never mind both. Well, never mind both parties are dead. <laughs> I mean, is that the know, first time you've been about, told off? It is the first time I've been told off on Instagram, actually. But I was told that off. Then they, well, especially because they then give you a list of all the places you can still watch this, the thing that <laughs> you put on there. And it hmm. was basically the planet. <laughs> Seriously, they sent out this list. I assumed the list 
was places it was barred. It wasn't. It was all the places where, no, that's no problem, people can still view it. <laughs> and it was, seriously, it was basically pretty much every country I know and quite a few that I've never known before. So, yeah, it seems to be, I think there's probably about three places where you can't watch it, and one of them's a shit. So, yeah, <laughs> Christ knows what's going on with that. But, yeah, so uh, Fantasia, which I do highly recommend because it's just, it's off the Disney, if you see what I mean, because it's like older and it was from a time of, well, we're going to educate young people and we're going to get them into classical music and we're going to share. We'll give them one Mickey Mouse bit, but the rest of it we're actually going to do like proper animation. Uh, and, and, and I kid you not, there's nipples in the witch's habit. The harpies have got nipples. Oh. The lady centaurs haven't, but the, the harpies have got nipples. Interesting. They certainly are harpies then. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah. So, but like I say, the other films that I've watched are probably best discussed as we go with uh, our main feature. Excellent. Um, so I, uh, before I get into what I've been watching, um, I had a message in the week from friend of the show, Sharon, um, mm -hmm. saying, have you seen this? And I had very much not seen this. HBO is launching Hellraiser, the TV series. Uh, and who yes. have they gotten in to handle it? Our friend Michael Doherty, who did Trick or Treat. This is uh, yeah. possibly going to be very, very good. Excellent. I'm expecting good things. As long as, as long as they make it their own, because I think that's where Hellraiser died on its ass as a film franchise. Mm. Is, uh, well, apart from no one clearly gave a fuck after number four anyway. Um, but yeah, you do just get sort of like trying to shoehorn various things in and it's like, no, maybe someone who actually cares could do this. And sort exactly. of think beyond like three episodes. And I trust him to, uh, I, tr I trust him to uh, do very well with it. Um, so the other things... Um, I had a suggestion from a uh, previous guest and friend of the show, Darnie. Um, hi, Darnie. Hi, Darnie. Uh, Hello, Darnie. He sent me a message the other morning at 11 o'clock on like a Monday morning saying, stop what you're doing right now. Go and watch <laughs> One Cut of the Dead. Um, oh, yeah. I, yes. So I hadn't heard of this even, and I went and searched it and realised it was Shudder exclusive. I went and signed up for Shudder so that I could watch one cut of the dead and see Ringu ready for this evening. Um, and one cut of the dead was amazing. Um, mm. Adam, it's particularly going to be up your street, I think. I've, I've sort of seen about it, but not much, to be honest. So, uh, one thing, is it a comedy? or is it... Yes, yes. Ah, yeah, I thought, no, I, I kind of got that impression, but then I was like, I'm not sure if I've actually been told that or I've just made that up from the poster. You know, so. Yeah. You know it, um, so it is really good. It's really funny, but it's, I don't want to give anything away, but it's mm -hmm. basically a film of two halves. So the first mm -hmm. part has some comedy in it, but not much. And then the mm -hmm. second part is primarily comedy. Um, but the first part is all shot in a single take. So they start the camera rolling. Oh, right. It goes for 30 minutes. Then you get credits. Then you get the rest of the movie. Because um, I, I got to the credits and was like, oh, that was really good. That was amazing. It was all done in one take. Um, and I, I enjoyed it as it was. But I was like, I was sure they said it was an hour and 36. And we've only sat here for 30 minutes. And then, yeah, the second half all unravels after that. Um, yeah, it's really, really clever, really funny, uh, Japanese with subtitles. Um, yeah, I was totally blown away by it. I had an absolutely fantastic time. So uh, thank you for that recommend. And anybody who's on Shudder who hasn't checked it out yet, do. Uh, also, Shudder are doing, at the moment, if you've not done a free trial with them before, um, they're doing a special um, deal code. So if you put in for your seven-day free trial and put in the code SHUTIN, all, 
all uh, capitals one word, it goes from seven days to 30 day free trial. Mm. So, uh, but, but having spent two days with it, I will probably be keeping that running at the end of 30 days because there's so much stuff on there. Um, yeah. And I've just started the Creep Show series that they made as well. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I've only watched, so they are two parts per episode. So they're 45 minutes each, and it's two 20 minute mm-hmm. stories. And I've just watched the very first one, which is Grey Matter and House of the Head, uh, and really, really enjoyed it. Really good. Uh, feels a lot oh. like the old original films. There's a callback in the second episode. There's a, a kind of character in it from one of the movies, so I won't spoil it for anybody. Uh, and Adrian Barbeau's in it, so. Oh, well, that's sold anyway, then. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so that's very good. Um, Chris, what have you been up to in the last week? I know it's uh, not much time. So, so, talking of Shudder, after watching Ring, I keep wanting to call it The Ring. Yeah. You call it Ringo. Ringo. So I'm just in a, a world lost of what <laughs> film is it we were meant to watch. But anyway, so not The Ring, which was not the right film, I think. So <laughs> it, it recommended a few other things and I started to add to my list here. Let's see what I've got. It suggested a 72-hour horror film race, 2018. Don't know what that is. Don't know why it suggested it. Okay. I'm assuming neither of you got any idea what I'm talking about, but 15 oh, short horror films created for the 72-hour horror film race, an annual competition oh, right, okay. that challenges filmmakers from around the world to create an entire horror film, write, film, edit, and submit in only 72 hours. Each film in this anthology is preceded by a brief introduction by the filmmaker. Sounds oh, interesting. Sounded, yeah. And it also I mean, that could be good. Brief, I mean... No, I was going to say, it's just because it's similar to when we, whenever we've been to, like, uh, uh, Horror on Z, you know, yeah. sort of Although I suppose putting a constraint, like, 72 hours, I mean, that sounds like, like, what mm. could you possibly make in 72 hours that would be worth watching? But I'm assuming that some of them have done quite well. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, it also recommended The Void Volume 2. Didn't remember that getting Ooh. mentioned. I didn't know there was one. No, I didn't, oh, no, okay. I didn't know there was a follow-up, no. So that came out in 2017. Um, I thought, well, oh, that, that's anything like the original. That could be very good. Yeah. Uh, and it also recommended Skeletons in the Closet, which... <laughs> oh, no. We, yeah, so Tony Walsh, um, Scotchworthy Productions, and... What was the name of the film we watched? Uh, it's my part. I'll party and I'll die if I want to. If I want to. That's the one. Yeah. So, so I might give that a go as well. Excellent. That sounds like a good idea. Um, I say I've got it on Blu-ray. Um, mm. Not sure if it's. I think it might be on Shudder. Uh, I got a feeling it might so, be on Amazon Prime. Otherwise. Yeah. So. What confused me slightly was I had a Shudder trial a little while back and that ran out. Um, and then Prime, I think, offered me three months for a pound. It might have been a pound a month. Hmm. And so now I'm getting all of the Shudder content showing up in Prime and it just has a little tick and it says Shudder next to it. So it seems like it's integrated into the actual Prime video. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah so I think I think, I think it does because it will show you on there, but then it's a uh, only available on Shutter. Mm, if you've okay. got a subscription through them, it knows. Yeah, but it's not through the Shutter app. It seems now. It seems like some like a channel in Prime, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. Okay, <coughs> so it, that means Amazon owns Shutter then, does it, or they're partnered with them? I think they're partnered with them because you, I still right. I think you can still get Shutter through. Um, I think you can get it through Netflix, actually. So, mm. okay. oh, that might that that actually may be the case. It may be that if you've not got Amazon Prime, you're able to download the app. Mm. Uh, but Amazon Prime will have integrated it. So yeah, that's probably the uh, that's the likely the likely starter. <laughs> Excellent. Um, 
Right, so on to this evening's main topic. Uh, as discussed, we've finally introduced Chris to J-Horror. Uh, we've gone back to where it all started with Ringu. So, Chris, what did you make of this film? The first thing I'd like to know is, what is Ringu? Is that how you say ring in Japanese? I would Ringu is... It's the it's the the anglicised translation of how the Japanese say it, but it's not apparently it's not ooh at the end. It's like a like a flattened vowel sound. Okay. Okay. I can't, I can't replicate, but it's basically like a sort of sh- like a softer ending mm. that I'm not going to attempt because I don't want to look criminally racist. As I attempt to try and do a Japanese accent, <laughs> yeah. so, I, I think that's um, probably a good bad. thing to to bring up at this point. Uh, mm. When mentioning yes. actors and character names, we are not racist. We are just not quite as au fait with the Japanese language as we would like to be, as most of us our our knowledge of uh, Japanese language has come from watching maybe twenty movies. So, uh, we are but dumb Englishmen and apologise profusely. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, we'll just apologise if we if, if our pronunciation is out of the window. So. But would welcome to be uh, told off about it yes. if anyone would like to email us. Yes. Please see you didn't have to make it sound quite so kinky though, did you, Chris? <laughs> I just can't help it. I was going to say, but it probably we'd welcome, doesn't. We'd welcome the discipline. <laughs> Does it class as racism if you mispronounce somebody's name and then go on about how amazing they are? Does that still mm. make it? Is that still bad? Does that then? I don't think it's, it's. No, I think it just it 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 it's just. I think it's a just it's a caveat that you're not sort of like, you know, you're an idiot, not sort of like being deliberately a cunt. Yeah. I think that's possible. <laughs> I think that's possible. If, if they've seen if they've seen our prime minister. They won't think too badly of us. No, I think that's true. Um, yeah, so what did, you make of <laughs> what did you make of it, Chris? Okay, let's see where to start. The things I loved, I loved the style, uh, the sound, the actors and the characters. Yeah. I particularly liked Yuichi, the boy. Yeah. Um... He, he did he, remind me of you, Chris. Yes, well, yeah. you know. I'd imagine I that's if... how you were as a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there he is now. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think I was less like that as a child. Probably a lot more annoying, I would say. But, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I liked all of that. Loads, loads to love about it. And you can set me straight here if I've totally missed what I should have not have missed. Um, the story... Um, almost every scene, I was trying to work out if I hated it or loved it. Right? Because at the end... It, and this is where I want to jump right to the end, which is a terrible <laughs> idea, but I'm going to do it. Okay? Now... Now, the conclusion was that you have to show the video to someone else in order not to die. Yeah. Right. So one, yeah, you, you, cop- you copy it and get them to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now maybe that's an interesting aspect. What does that say? If people do that, they're assholes really, aren't they? You know, because, or, or not because someone's done it to them. Right. So then they pass it on. Now, would you not all get to a point where you'd say, look, this is kind of like the opposite of, of a coronavirus. We want everyone to watch it. You'll get down to the last person and then they're the only ones that die because there's no one else to watch it and everyone else has survived. Right. So that just felt a bit like, okay, I feel like I've missed something here. Um, now, you might say that's too difficult to do. You can't possibly spread it that well, so you'll get people dying. But then does it fizzle out? Also, why does she want to do that to everyone? Is she just angry because she no, was she... a monster and people treated her badly? What, Sad- and... Sadako want that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, they do describe the video as, as an extension of her rage. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just angry at everyone. It's funny. We so, had yeah. exactly. Yeah. We had this exact same conversation at the end of, epi- of the first ever episode we recorded with the woman in black, where you were like, mm. "I don't get why she wants to kill everybody. I don't get the ghost's problem. What is her problem?" <laughs> Which is effectively the same that you've got with Sadako. Yeah. We have come right. full so, circle. So, well, yeah. Ring, even. <laughs> so, all right, like, I, I could accept that, okay. But then the way that she was killed, um, now, was it her father or was it not her father? This is a grey area that the sequels, I will... Okay. Uh, I will sort of... I can go, I'll go through the sequels in a bit. Yeah. Okay. Right, so there will be bits to come up. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how much they left to someone to figure out, or whether I'd missed details or not. But yeah, all right. So, but the way he killed her. Now she's meant to be quite a powerful. Uh, mm. s- uh, what would you call it? Telepath. Um, yeah, like but she didn't psychic. Yeah. Okay. Psychic. So, but she couldn't tell that he was coming up to kill her. It, it just felt a bit. Oh, like. That was just too quick done. I wanted a bit more of a build yeah. to that. And so I don't know. I just, yeah, I just wasn't sure if I'd missed things or if I just was never going to like what they decided to do there. Uh, and then also when they were digging her up out of the well, now mm. I loved the way they played out the scene, the way they showed it, but it just seemed a bit weird because it wasn't clear to me how that would help. And again, whether I sort of had the sense that I'd missed something that explained that. And so I was just, I, yeah, I, I don't know if that is just the way, uh, I don't know, what, what can you say about that, the, those story it's aspects? Very, it's very similar to the, the story-wise to The Changeling as a very similar story. Um, and, and they do jump to the same kind of conclusions in that there's a, a child He's definitely been murdered by his parents and nobody knows he just kind of disappeared. And they work out, yeah, he's been buried and therefore if we get his body and give him a full burial, then the haunting will stop. So it's Mm. a a leap of logic that a lot of a lot of these things do make. I mean Yeah, like you need to put them to rest properly for them to become that is straws really in that mm. situation if you're haunted by yeah something, you're like yeah well, what can i possibly do, do. that might well yeah i mean know, i guess that makes the is... film better makes it more interesting from a human perspective i kind of think i almost prefer it where there's nothing we can do that's it but, which is which is essentially kind of where it leaves you mm. because yeah. there is because i mean you've got because like you say you go through the rigmarole of the which is the usual thing of there's the uh, unburied body mm. uh you know or the undiscovered body the murder victim or whatever like that giving them a proper burial giving them a respectful burial yeah uh, lays the ghost to rest and she obviously thinks that's what's happened mm. yeah but then it turns but out then it well but then the the father dies the estranged yeah. husband and father dies and that's when she begins to question it and that's when she realizes that the the difference between what they did and everything else was that she copied the place and showed it to him mm. and and this is the thing as well is it's not just it's not just showing someone the video that gets it off your back it's meant to be that the copying of the video yeah. and then showing it to someone so although you are off the hook you are essentially spreading the virus. Yeah. And it's interesting that you've used that term because the because it's based on Ring is based on a book uh called Ring. And then there were two subsequent uh two subsequent uh, novels which were uh, uh Spiral and Loop, which continue mm. the story. And in those it is a lot more looked upon as the video in it's in a way they describe it as it's a bit more a bit sci-fi almost in so much mm-hmm. as the video the video does propagate 
a genuine virus. It's smallpox. That was going to be another question, is why the video and phone ringing someone, but because it seemed odd why include the technology exactly. But yeah, so so that explained that there is something more to it. And it's meant, and it's meant to be that uh, Sadako uh, has has the power of um, uh, thought photography, or what's the? I've got I've got my notes. Bear with. Um, thoughtography, projected thermography, uh, thermography, or in uh, in Japan it's called nensha. And what that is is, and it's a thing that is turned up in a lot of like sort of spiritualist things and psychic abilities, clairvoyance and stuff, which is being able to project thoughts onto physical media, so mm. photographic plates, negatives. Um, yeah, so that's why the photos look weird. Yeah, once you've and been also affected, that, and, so, and that effect yeah. when and someone so, gets killed. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, is that even in the time frame of what they're talking about, Sadako would not be alive when videotape was mm. a thing. But somehow, it's like there's a transmission that someone records, mm. and it gets burnt onto the tape, and it's meant to be part of her psychic like prowess. But like yeah. they say, it's again like Lee said. It's like it's like the woman in black, where it's the the rage and everything is yeah. out of control. You know, it's it's not someone who is it's not someone who is reasonable. Mm. You know, Sadako is is a um, hurt child essentially. And but, but so, you know, so can you just address if you played it out and everybody got infected like how would that work because a lot of people wouldn't actually get killed oh what if they copied it and passed it on yeah well again and i mean i'll 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 come in oh, right okay so here's the weird thing with the with ring and with the sequels is mm. there are actually two sequels to this film <laughs> there is a film called spiral which is pretty much based on the follow-up novel. And they bizarrely released it exactly the same time they released The Ring. Mm. So in, uh, they released Ring, uh, not The Ring. That's how we should refer to the US remake. So we've got Ring. Uh, okay, so it's the same film. Right, okay. Yeah, so there is a, the, the Ring is the US remake of Ring. Right. Uh, yeah, so there's, but for some bizarre reason, they thought it was going to be a benefit that they bring out the film and the sequel at exactly the same time. Yeah, the sequel flops because there was a, there was already an adaption of Ring, which was on a, like a TV adaption before this version, before the version we watched the cinematic Ring. Mm. So I don't know whether they thought, oh well. Maybe people have watched the TV version will go and see the sequel, or people will go and see the film and then next week go and see the rest of it or whatever. But long story mm. short, Spiral flopped. And so eventually they do make another ring, Ring 2, which is ring, similar ring. in many ways. Yeah, it's Ring Ring. Um, but, the, uh, but the interesting thing is Spiral is based on the book and... You, it's a bit of a, it's a bit all over the place because you get that feeling where Ring, they chop out a lot of the book and they stick with that one central premise and that's why it's so strong. Mm. You know, you sort of, you watch it and you're like, no, that's, that's like a barnstormer. And I, as far as I understand, the, the TV bit isn't in the book. Mm. So that was created for the film. So the iconic moment of the film is actually an original thing to that film. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Spiral, they, they sort of adapted and it goes bloody mental because Sadako's rage can be translated in many different ways. So there, you've got people dying because they've watched the video, but also um, the mum and the son, the son dies despite the copying of the video. 
So it turns uh, out that copying the video doesn't cure you. They can't work out why the mum still doesn't die. But the reason yeah. the mum hasn't died is because she's written about it in a diary. Hmm. For anyone who then reads that diary, because she writes about her investigation into Sabato, um, the tape and everything, anyone who reads that diary starts dying. Mm. And it's meant to be that, like, Sadako, it, it then propagates into different media. And then it gets all kinds of fucked up because that student who um, the estranged dad is clearly sleeping with, who's his yeah. assistant, in inverted commas, um, she basically possibly gets possessed by Sadako, then gives birth to herself, then she's she's Sadako but looks like the girl, like the student (laughs) and then she goes to the main character in Spiral and they use DNA to recreate the dad and the protagonist's son who's died at the start, who dies before the film and it just goes mind-blowingly all over the place (laughs) and it's clearly and bless them, I think what's happened is they've decided to really stick to the book but the book mm. is like a big, sort of big, thick, you know, novel. That doesn't easily translate to films. Yeah, and it's called Spiral because of the DNA aspect of it. Mm. And so, and it, and yeah, and and in that, there's like stuff where they're saying, well, I can't understand how did Sadako die because the dad, you know, how do you creep up on someone who can kill you with their brain? And then mm. they address that in they address that in the film that she wanted to be locked in the well so that she would then go on to, and it's just bloody hell. It all all of the sequels I will say get into mind bending territory. <laughs> um, none of them are as clear. As, basically, all of them muddy the water, and none of them mm. have as clear a throughput as Ring. Um, mm. I like Spiral, but Spiral gets. Like I say, by the end of it, it's basically meant to be that Sadako has become reincarnated. She's re- she has then cloned the dad from the, the estranged husband dad from the first film. Um, mm. And they're going to publish the diary so that more people die. And basically, the world will become Sadako's plaything. And it's like, <laughs> just, eh? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a real, it sort of just goes totally off its head. And then Ring 2. You've got again. It's the student, uh, the student who was with the dad. She trains up with uh, the mum's, the mum's journalist boss, and the doctor who's treating the girl who's with Tomoko at the start of the first film. Yeah, <laughs> and it all ends up in a, a big techno seance in a swimming pool. Um, and and Ring Zero is Sadako the college youth. Because mm. it's set in the past, Sadako, like the the doctor, has taken Sadako away. She's grown up, and she goes to college, and it all starts getting a bit sort of like, oh, is she killing people with her mind? Uh, and no, she's not, because by this point, Sadako somehow has split into two different people, and there's good Sadako who's gone to college and joined a drama group, mm. and evil Sadako who the doctor is giving injections to so she stays a child who they've got trapped in the attic, but who can just teleport her way out of there and kill people with her mind on behalf of her other half. Mm. And, yeah, it's pissing mental, I will say. I'm assuming that they're sort of working from stuff in the books and stuff like that, and I think that maybe it's stuff that's clearer in the books or it has a better sort of resolution but all of these films are an hour and, a, and 40 minutes mm. and they pack a lot in I'll give them that and it's in Ring Zero that at one point the dad that the uh, professor who was with the who was with Sadako's mother then begins to imply that actually Sadako is either the daughter of a sea monster <laughs> or the sea itself Mm. So there is a line about that in this, isn't there? Um, mm. Yeah, where yeah. he says maybe maybe that wasn't her father after all, and there's the and I got that hints of uh, Lovecraft and Dagon and things sort of. Uh, yeah, because in in the and, and why was it? Ring... 
Cool, they, they frolic in Brian Goblin's design. Why? What, what was the sea and sailors? I think that that is that is from because uh, there was another thing about that, and I can't remember what it was now. But there's again, it's to do with idling away at the sea mm. or wasting your time with the sea. The sea will come to you in odd and strange ways. And, okay. you know, Japan, Japan has an extreme, uh, has, a, has a lot of uh, water folklore and sea yeah. folklore. Uh, and in fact, tentacle horror really date, it really goes back to Japan more than anywhere else. It was mm. Lovecraft who really brought that into the Western canon. Oh, but certainly... Okay. It, but Japan, you know, they they obviously they're it's a, a, you know Japan is a, a set of islands, and mm. they you know so they experience a lot of uh, sea life and things like that. So yeah, they've got quite a strong relationship like with the sea. Yeah, and mm. I think that's where this comes from is that there's this concept, and oddly enough, I mean, I think probably it it re- resounds a bit for the English because again, it's an mm. island race where it's like there's a lot of you know, tales of the sea and sort of sea monsters and stuff like it's that. It's funny though, um, because I, I don't know if it's where we grew up in Essex. Like, I've never really felt like that close to the sea, particularly. You know, like South End was the closest sort of sea yeah. place you could go to, really. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really get that. I don't know. What, what did you, think, either think, of you I get it? it? I think it probably was more so that my, uh, my dad's mum. Uh, like, so my nan on my dad's side grew up in Felixstowe, so mm. she was like associated with it. And my uh, my granddad on my mum's side was in the navy, oh, and okay. had been and had been in the uh, he'd been in the like he'd been in the navy, then the merchant navy, then he was working in the docks. Mm. So again, it was a lot of um, it did have know, some connection sort of there. Stuff. It yeah. does. It goes in there. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I mean, I would say to anyone who's interested, check out the sequels. And actually, there's more so now than there have been. There's a, there's a couple of Sadako ones. There's like Sadako 3D and Sadako 2 3D, <laughs> or Sadako 3D 2, I suppose that should be, um, which apparently follow on from Spiral, not from Ring 2. Mm. Yeah, so. It's very strange, but the one thing I will say is that they are relentlessly inventive. You may not, you may not sort of feel that they go in a good, like they treat the mythos well, all that, mm. or things get needlessly overcomplicated. But at least it's not, it's not got the main criminal thing that you get with a horror franchise of just the same again, mm. um, which is good in one way, I suppose. And another slight aside, is there any explanation of the uh, estranged husband, uh, was it Ry- Ryuji? Ryuji? Was that his name? Ryuji? Ryuji. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was, uh, he said he was similar to Sadako, or, uh, or he had mental powers, and it shows that when he touches um, that guy. But he, what is he? He's a private investigator. Um, I think he meant. I think he was meant what? to be a journal, like a, a former journalist, and now he's also a private investigator. But he's doing that very complicated equation. He said he works. Which, oh, sorry, no, no. Oh, does, yeah, he's a he university professor. Yeah, and actually, okay. in, in spiral. What? It's one of his old colleagues from university who is the main character. Okay. And it's meant to be that he was like, they were all heavily involved in like biology and uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, but so in his equation, I saw it said something like homomorphosis. Well, I mean, you saw more than I did. Yeah, well, yeah, I wasn't sure again if I'd, I'd missed a reference to um, what he was working on exactly. I, I'm not sure. I mean, basically, he he's meant to be attached with the university. Um, yeah. 
Okay, yes. So, but yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he basically just because he becomes involved mostly because of his association uh, to his ex-wife and to his child. Yeah. Mm. Um, and again, I suppose it's like you go to someone with, but he is supposedly he has got psychic abilities as well. Mm. That kind of, which which again is something that apparently the film brings to it that the book really doesn't. Um, okay. And and like I say, I mean, by the time you get to by the time you get to spiral, everyone is pretty much psychic, and a lot of mm. people seem to have developed psychic abilities by exposure to Sadako. Mm. It's almost like she leaves a, a footprint on them. Mm. I was re- actually I was really pleased to see that guy. I um I've forgotten that he'd in it. He'd, he was in this. I haven't seen this in probably seventeen or eighteen years now. Um, but mm. yeah, so uh, Hiroyuki Sinada, who played uh, yeah. Ryuji, is also um, I recognised him from Forty Seven Ronin, which I probably shouldn't admit that I've seen more than once. Uh, it's terrible, but I have. Um, yeah, he's also been in Endgame, Avengers, The Last Samurai, mm, yeah. uh, and he was in a Sherlock Holmes film with Ian McKellen called Mr. Holmes, which I somehow Holmes, yeah. entirely missed ever happening. Um, oh, yeah, no, that, that, was, that was only a couple of years back. It's like, um, it, it's basically uh, Holmes in retirement, hmm. so roughly around the time that he's beekeeping. Uh, Nice. I am. I'm actually back rewatching the Jeremy Brett uh, Grenada, uh, Grenada series mm. uh, again for the third time, all the way through all thirty episodes or well, whatever it is. So uh, they're genuinely a work of art, they are. He's also in um, Sun. He's in um, Sunshine, the Danny Boyle sci-fi as well. Yes, he is. I haven't mm. seen that, but uh, yeah, I did see that on his IMDb as well. And apparently, he is the first Japanese actor to play with the RSC. Oh, really? So, and he's an MBE because of that. So, wow. So, he is fantastic. Everything yeah. I've seen him in, he's absolutely amazing. Everyone's great in this. And it has to be said, mm. everyone, everyone's returned in both sequels. A lot of the cast returned, yeah. which is always good to see. But actually, the person who's probably impressed me the most is um, is the um, there's uh, May Takano, who is the character that um, uh, is the the student who's like right, she's student, mm. and like I say, uh, she's uh, the actress is uh, uh, Mickey. Uh, where have I I've written it down? Mickey Nakatan. Yeah. And um, but she um, she just impressed me because in this she's not really it's not really a big role and it's not really a thankful role and yet pretty much she becomes well she becomes the main villain eventually in Spiral and she's the main hero of Ring Two she's like them and in both of them and it's like it's like you wouldn't expect it from. You know the the little that she gets in this, and it doesn't seem to be that important a character. Mm. And yet, mm. in both those films, she is in both of those films, she really is effectively becomes either the main antagonist or protagonist. And uh, yeah, I was rather rather impressed. Yeah. Um, now we can't go we we can't go without mentioning the uh, the eye, you know, the one eye that you see at Sadako. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is a male member of the crew who shaved his eye, um, his eyelashes off. Yeah. So, yeah, he shaved his eyelashes off, which just gives me the screaming ab dabs anyway, just thinking about how itchy it would be growing back. Oh. But, Dedication. But yeah, so to give it, yeah, but so to give it that weird and like slightly mm. unusual look, so it's actually, yeah, it's a male crew member who Sadako's eye um, <laughs> in that. But so I started because of the the fact that it's like the thoughtography or projective thermography, like the uh, projecting images on the photograph. I started looking into that. And yeah, the first person who really sort of started talking about this was a guy, a Japanese guy in the 1910s, Professor 
Tomachichi, Tom, sorry, Tomakichi Fukurei, and he was an assistant professor of psychology at Tokyo University, got really into like parapsychology and everything, and was really convinced that it was a good road to go down. Um, and essentially he got ruined for his troubles because he was just constantly being sort of caught out and being shown to be being taken in by fraudulent clairvoyance and stuff. Mm. But one of the clairvoyants he got involved with, her name was Chizuku Mifuni. So not Shizuku, as in Sadako's mum, mm. but yeah, Chizuku who was a self-proclaimed clairvoyant, among other abilities, she claimed her ability to imprint images on photographic plates. During a public demonstration at Tokyo University of her being able to read messages in sealed envelopes, irregularities were spotted and she was publicly denounced as a fraud, just like in the film. Hmm. Um, and then within four months, she ingested poison and killed herself. Hmm. And, but then the professor then went on to work with a few other people who were also clairvoyant. And again, it always ended in the same result where it was basically, you're being taken in by Charlatan, what are you playing at? And he essentially ruined his entire career. Because um, he published books on it and stuff like that. But yeah, he basically, yeah, he it's now a, a sort of dark regarded part of uh the history of uh, the study of psychology in Japan is his sort of like back road where he got caught up in spiritualism and everything. But one of the other uh, clairvoyants who also was doing the um, projected photography uh, was uh, a Mrs. Sadako Takahashi. Oh. So again, there's sort of, it's obvious, you know, this is all, all where it sort of comes from and is the inspiration for it. Yeah. Um, I have to say, and there's one thing I'm, I'm, this is the only bit I'm going to address the US remake The Ring uh, her coming out of the telly is so much better in this hmm. I don't know what it is but there's, I think they put too much in it in the American one in this it's just freaky it's it is, sort of, the, so the only thing I've got that positive about the American one was um, the I love the video for on this, like the actual video footage that they watch is so creepy and so odd. Mm. Um, but I found the American one as well. The only thing I liked particularly about that was their video was entirely different, but it had that same yes, yeah. like so weird. It made you just feel totally uneasy for the twenty seconds or whatever it lasted. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think that was the only thing that stands out for me. Is I remember thinking that the done that completely differently but it's still super creepy yeah i think i think i prefer the japanese one just also on the basis that it of the the take on the the video mm. is as i recall the us one's a bit cleaner yeah but this does feel like this is just something you found in a dusty cupboard and would like and yeah. you just regret watching it never mind it's yeah. going to kill you in a week <laughs> you just watch it and it, it makes you feel funny and think oh sh this is something I shouldn't have seen, isn't it? Yeah. This, is the, this is the misgivings of a mad person. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. Um, so, Chris, could we tempt you into coming back to J-Horror, do you think, following this? You seem to have more questions. I would, than, uh, I would absolutely watch more J-Horror, yeah. And I think um, I feel better with more of this explanation. Hmm around it uh, I think I might gain more by uh, either reading it or watching the sequels to see you know whether they uh, make it far more confusing but I, I think they do to be honest <laughs> they, that, that might make me appreciate this more mm. it's intrigued me enough that I kind of want to read them apart from mm. I have so much that I want to read uh, it's going to be on a very long list but it does, yeah, it does make. And would it be like best to read the Japanese version rather than the translation? <laughs> well, well, I'll have to learn Japanese then, so you know that's that's going to be a, a non-starter. Look, if he was willing to shave off his eyebrow, I'm sure you could learn Japanese. Judging by the way we've butchered the name so far this evening, I think a book <laughs> could take us a very, very long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, you know, I mean, I, I don't think I've finished a book for months. 
So, you know, I've started lots. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, th I think if you teach yourself Japanese, I think that could be, yeah, we could be a long time with that. But I'll let you know how I get on, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what are we, so when this goes up, uh, we're going to be possibly doing a, an impromptu episode next week, so we won't be watching anything. Um, what would you like to see the following week? Any suggestions, Adam or Chris? Would you like to try something from your uh, watch list? It could be a good choice. Let's see. Um, I know you said you've added well, films to your watch list of things you'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. so well, now in my list, I've got One Cut of the Dead. Uh, the 72 hour horror film race <laughs> and Oats Studios and The Void 2. I'm sure we still had a fairly long list of, of very important films that needed to be watched. Uh, we do, um, but I do not know where that list currently stands right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think myself. Um, I mean, uh, whoa, I mean, go on, do it. <laughs> well, I was thinking if the films, if the, if they're talking about the, uh, the TV show is in the air, do we, do we watch Hellraiser? That's not a bad call, actually. You know, get prepped for that so we can sit there and, and say what we like from that and what we'd like to see in the TV show. That sounds mm. like a great idea. Yes. Fantastic, right. I'm always, up, I'm always up for a bit of pinhead. Always. Excellent, right. Thanks very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't forget to contact us uh, on Instagram or email us at info at welcometohorror.com. Uh, and we will see you next time for Hellraiser. Thanks very much. Good night. Yeah, good night. Okay. Well done, gentlemen.